So I use the pour over coffee method. I use a French press. I used to use the French press, and uh, I don't like the. So French press is like my second. That's the second way I'd go. Uh, but I don't like the little coffee stuff that gets at the bottom. So I started, um, my friend's dad was like, oh, you got to try pour over coffee. It tastes, it tastes better. And there's like, do you have that, do you have that, do you have that beaker one? Yeah. I have the Chemex and I have one at work and I have one here and I'm a a total fucking coffee snob. Um, Yeah. I, I, when I was first kind of got into coffee, like nicer coffee, um, I just got the French press, man. And I just haven't switched yet. I I really like that Chemex thing. It looks pretty cool, but man, the French press is so easy. Um, There's no, uh, there's no nothing, no, no um, paper or nothing. You don't have to get anything else. You just put your coffee in there. It's ready to go. It's done. I can make it really easy. I'll make in the mornings now. I've been, um, I've been doing. There's this app called Headspace. Nice. And it's like a, it's like a meditation app. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I started doing that in the morning. So I'll, I'll flip on my water to boil, pour my coffee, and then I'll go do my ten minute thing and let it, uh, let it perk. Let it seep. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's what Americans call it, seep. Oh. Anyways, do you want to do you want to do the introduction today, Scott? I always do the introduction. Um. Sure. All right. All right. Welcome everybody to Puff App. <laughs> the name, the great name chosen by Drew Sample. Fun yeah. fact today. Fun fact today. This is actually the second time we're recording this episode. That is a that is a true statement. Someone someone didn't plug the wire in to um, record the audio. So That's we were correct. pushing we were pushing about forty five minutes. It, it was, was a it was a good conversation. But I tell you what, I think this one's going to be better. Because I had a lot of uhs and ums. and Oh, yeah. I got lots of ums. You know what I was thinking? Also, we just got When out. I listened to it. Keep going. We, I think like we've really found our groove a lot better now. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone's a lot better. Um, even though I'm just going um, um, um. No, everyone's a lot better now. Just more confident. and Absolutely. Getting some feedback and stuff from people is pretty encouraging too. Being and on then somebody I think else's podcast was cool. We were that both, was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Both on small scale life. There's going to be links in the show notes, um, and actually join his group. That's a pretty cool group. Are you in the uh, small scale gardening group? No, fucking Tom. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tom! Didn't invite uh, Scott. I actually, I yo, think I, you know I, I, I added myself. Oh, you know what? The one thing I was just thinking that I really like. We were talking. We talked in the when we recorded before. Just we both really enjoyed being on that podcast, and they were both pretty good interviews um, <coughs> for us both. But like Tom did a good job interviewing. But the one thing I really liked about that guy is that he um, he just respected my time. He's a yeah, and he's a really nice guy. Like, yeah, he's he, a nice guy. But he did really respect my time too, and he was just like, I don't, very appreciative I don't that respect I took, your time at all. I, I know clearly. you're not even letting me finish my sentence. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. No, but he did. He was just like very appreciative of it and stuff. And it's really funny. Like when that guy just says thank you uh, and just says, man, like I know you're busy because I recorded this podcast one day and then I recorded his podcast right after it. And that was after I'd already gone to work and then farmed and then, you know, and then and then and then and like him saying like, thank you, man, I would have sat there and talked to that guy for as long as he fucking wanted to, honestly. But that's like my biggest pet peeve is like. 
if I make plans with someone for Sunday at 10 o'clock to do whatever, I'm showing up at Sunday at 10 o'clock. So when somebody else shows up at like 1030 or 11, that really fucking pisses me off. Like a lot. I feel like I feel like this is uh, I feel like I piss you off quite a bit then. Um, a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying well, to man. be. I'm trying to be more consistent, but I think it's tough too because you and I are both weekend warriors, and then we're both working. And then I'm like, okay, I think this might work for me. And then I'll message. You, I'm like, hey, man, that time's not going to work. Or, yeah, but um, so this is episode eleven. I yes, think? sir. Yeah, episode eleven, episode 10 okay. Launched so yesterday. episode eleven, we've been doing this for three months now. Yeah. Um. How many times have I said no to you? I was thinking about this actually during the week, especially since when we were texting yesterday. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a difference maker, man, in executing. Yeah. Like, if you tell me that we're recording on Sunday, if you told me we're recording on Sunday at 6 o'clock, I would save that fucking time and we'd be recording on Sunday at 6 o'clock. If we just say we're going to record on Sunday, and I'll text you in the morning, and we can figure out whatever's going to work that day for us. That works for me, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's a really that's, big thing, That's man. another reason why I haven't been giving you times. And I'll yeah. be like, hey, let's do this day. And I, and I feel like I've tried to really... Because I, I said a time earlier, and then I said, hey, you know what? I'm actually done now if you want to move it forward. Yeah, um, I try. Cool, I try to communicate. I, I feel like I've gotten better because I was conscious of it too. I'm like, man, I can't keep doing this to Scott. Yeah, man. And the other, th- the other thing too is that, well, man, it's 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 kind of a little bit of both though because the other thing too is that I don't have to do anything on the back end of it. Like, you know what I mean? I show up. Yeah. I show up for this for the phone call, and then I get a fucking podcast that comes out. I don't have to do anything else. That's true. Um. So like you you're doing, son of a gun. you're doing. I know you're doing all the work on that end of it, right? But, um, yeah, but you're giving me great content, quite yeah. honestly. I mean, it, yeah. it makes, like I've said before, like this this podcast has actually forced me to, to be more consistent with releasing my podcast. And it's still hard. Yeah. Like, it's still it really hard. hard, man. Like, I try, like, some weeks I'll be on point with it. And then, like, this past week, like, I was, I, I took, like, let's see, I, I was off Wednesday was my last day of work. And it was the end of the month, sales month. So I was, like, really a hustle. And then, um, you know, getting this, getting shit done for that. And then it was like, man, I, uh, I wanted to clean my house and everything. But before I go into like these excuses, like here's what I really need to, um, which is actually why I should really respect your time more in that sense. Because like it, quite honestly, us doing this podcast and our friendship, I feel like has made me exponentially execute way more and i think it's uh you know because it even started with earlier in the year you were like hey man have you gotten any tools yet and i was saying why the fuck would i have tools like it's not i'm not even and you them yet. yeah yeah and you were already like just making this list and crossing it off and then um i think when i went to pv3 and we hung out and i was like yeah man i'm not doing salanova and you're like why wouldn't you do salanova Hey Luke, Drew's not doing Salanova. What do you think about that? And Luke's like, "Why wouldn't you do Salanova? That's why we put it in the course." And I was like, "That's a very fair point. Uh, excellent point, sir. I, I think you guys are absolutely right. I'm really missing it here." And then that really started to click from the Salanova point to where I really need to get a Jane Cedar. I really need to get a Green Harvester. I really need to get my walking cooler built. 
And then you have already been executing and getting all this shit done and working your ass off. And I can't look like a fucking chump on the other yeah. end and just be like, well, I'm a podcaster. I'm a part-time <laughs> farmer, though. Isn't don't I have a cute farm in my backyard? It's like, no, yeah, man. man. And like, and I don't want to leave you behind, but yeah. I will. I oh, will. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a fucking be a freight train, man. Like, I know that I'm a workhorse. I know that I can um, handle a really big workload and process my way through it. Yeah. One of the things that I'm doing this year on my farm is I'm not doing any season extension. So then it's going to keep my... It's going to keep my year shorter because I didn't start things earlier and I'm not extending them later into the year. Yeah. And so I know that I just need to make it to fall. Yeah. It was really funny, man. When I was at PV3, I was talking to Diego and he's like, hey, man, like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm fucking awesome. And I don't know if I'm like really happy because I'm here or if I'm happy just because I'm like, this is my vacation for the year, right? Yeah. This is my vacation for maybe the next two or three years. Um, I'm going to go home and work until fall. I remember telling him that. I'm like, that's my, that's my plan, man. I'm going to work every single day until fall. And that's my legit plan. And I knew that I was going to do that. And I knew there was going to be some long fucking days and sleepless nights. And I'm totally okay with that because I know I just need to make it to fall. Like, that's the end. But the other thing, too, with the podcast, Drew, is like, I know you talked about that you want to like monetize it and stuff. And like the Jack Spearco thing, when he was, when we were talking to him and stuff, he just says like, you need to like create value for people and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And when, when we make plans for that podcast to come out on Thursday, Thursday or That's Friday or goal. whatever, it really should it be was, every Thursday. Right? Yeah. It should be Thursday. Right. But it makes it really fucking hard for like our listeners and stuff too, because yeah. now they don't know and they don't, they like, they can't just text you and figure out that, oh, yeah, it's just going to come out on whatever day, right? Absolutely. Um, like, creating value for people, creating value for people is not fucking easy, man. No, it's, it's not, not. fucking easy. And that's why it's valuable. It's because you've, like, you've gone that extra step to do it and stuff. Um, there's a book uh, that Seth Godin wrote. It's called Lynchpin. Yeah. And you basically want to make yourself into, he, he, he calls people artists. And uh, you can be an artist with your time. Yeah. And what you do, and um, yeah, man, you need to you need to get a little bit get a little bit more prioritized and execute on that. I think, and I think I've, I'm coming a long way, and I 100 percent agree with you. Like, oh I, yeah, man, I think you can get there. Like, I 100 percent think you can get there. Like, if I didn't think you could get there, I wouldn't be fucking doing this podcast. Oh, for you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And like, I know that we've been through, or uh, like you like had some shit going on and whatever, but yeah man that's, no, that's, but that's not an excuse like life happens like you can't let yeah that's the critical factor in success is absolutely um what like doing that one last thing like in wrestling man in wrestling when you're when you're wrestling the guy uh it looks like nothing's happening because their guys are kind of stalemated out sometimes but they're actually both trying their fucking hardest yeah. And whoever stops trying the hardest first loses. Like, like when I when I fought and stuff, and I was on top of guys punching them out, I was fucking tired. Yeah, I might have even been more tired than that guy that I was. Well, probably not because he's getting his brain rattled. But I, like, um, yeah, man, I was fucking tired too. You know what I mean? It's not like it was a cakewalk. I yeah. was trying my hardest. Um, you need to keep pushing, like. Like that's something that I really learned from fighting is that you you need to you need to press on, man. You need to go hard, and when you get to like a good point, 
don't fucking stop and celebrate. You need to keep building on all those choices. And that's, that's what I've been doing on my farm, man. Like every time I get an order or something, I don't stop and celebrate. I just fucking keep putting in the work. I put yeah. in the hour. And I just have faith in the process that if I put in these hours, that I'll have enough things that will go right that I'll be successful at this eventually. And hopefully I can be successful enough that I can quit my job next year. But like, fuck, man, it could take two years. Could take longer. Could not work out at all. Yeah. But you know you just I mean? got to do it and make sure that you did do it the hardest. Keep, yeah, but you got to put in those hours. Um, when we were recording before, I was, I told you that um, Jack Spierko, at the end of PV3, he was doing his talk and he was talking about um, people self-destructing because like, they'll win the lottery and then they'll just they'll basically wreck their life because they just got this whole bunch of money and stuff and they didn't deserve it. So um, I was remember we were sitting out by the fire and I asked him and I said, man, like I, I kind of feel, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit self-destructive sometimes. Like I, you know, yeah. and he, I was just like, how do I, how do I like combat that? And he's, he's like, no, he's like, you didn't listen. He's like, people are only self-destructive when they don't feel like they deserve something. So when I got home from PV3, I had like a sit down with myself and I said to myself, okay, let's pretend I'm in the future and everything worked out perfect. Everything, I'm at the spot I want to be at. I'm making the amount of money I want to be at. I have the lifestyle I want to live. How, like, wh why, what would, what would get me there where I didn't self-destruct along the way? And I told myself, um, the only way I would deserve it if, is if I put in the work. And so that's what I've fucking been doing, man. I've put in the work. I've said no to my friends. Like, it's a long weekend. I got invited to go up to Kelowna with all my buddies and have a good time with them. Said no. I've said no to girls. I've said no to everything, man. I've been fucking working. And, like, it's really kind of rewarding now because, like, even for my buying club and stuff, I didn't tell anybody in my work about my farm when I first started working there. Yeah. I told the boss guy, like the the guy that hired me, I told him that I was like going to start a farm and that I wanted to farm and stuff, but I didn't tell anybody. Like I literally didn't fucking mention it to anybody. I didn't even tell anybody I had chickens. I didn't tell anybody I was into permaculture or nothing. I just went to work and I worked. I tried to keep it completely separate because I was already working a lot then, Yeah. Um, like on my farm. And I just thought like, hey, if I'm going to get fired or something because I'm distracted, I want it to be... I don't want them I don't want them to think like that I'm putting tons of time in on my farm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if my work is good, my work is good. I don't want them to be like, oh well he's he's not like committed to this or something. So I didn't fucking tell anyone. <laughs> and then because of the now now that I have stuff to give everyone, now everybody knows and I went to San Diego and all this stuff, right? Now everybody knows I have a farm. And so we have like a, a Facebook page for our work that we can like post on and stuff. So I posted pictures of my farm and it's like the first time people have like seen it and then they come up to me and they're like man like you've been putting in a lot of work and everybody that comes here they're like man this looks like a lot of work yeah and it's kind of nice that people come and see it and they they respect that man it's kind of funny because um diego and curtis were talking on one permaculture voices episode about like and i know darby talked about it too you gotta you gotta make sacrifices man yeah. And um, like I did that in fighting. I made a lot of sacrifices. I stopped hanging out with a, like a lot of my friends and um, kind of cut people out, right? And people get fucking mad when you cut them out. 
They do. They get pissed because they think that it's them. They think that the reason that, that you're not hanging out with them is because you don't like them or you don't want to hang out with them or something. And that's not it at all, man. Like, I want to hang out with my friends. I just really want to have a successful farm and I can't do both. Yeah. Um, you got to make those. It's called a sacrifice, but I don't really think it's a sacrifice. It just No, it's, it's just, just another. It's just kind of a, it's more about commitment to yourself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, man. Um, it's really good stuff you said there, man. Um, cool. So, yeah. What'd you do this week? <laughs> yeah. So now that it wasn't a bunch of us and ums, we both got some coffee and everything like that. Uh, well, I got a lot of shit done this week, man. I um, I, I got off Wednesday, um, immediately started cleaning my house. Like I was going through all that shit in my house. I was like, you know, my buddy Joe's going to be here Thursday. I want everything, you know, like I want to be, I want to look like a fucking adult, not some man child that's been. Not some lunatic farmer. Well, even even something you said on Tom's podcast about like you were you learned how to become a man, but now oh, you're yeah. actually being a man. And, totally. I, and it was like, and I was thinking the same shit. Like I was listening to that today when I was going to, uh, oh no, you know, I would listen to it yesterday when I got, went and got that air conditioner. And, um. And and I feel the same way. Like I, I you know, I, I feel like I went yeah, through all and, this shit. And what I what I said for people, you can listen to our interviews on the small scale like a podcast, but if um I had said that when I was in fighting, <clears throat> I felt I didn't feel like I became a man, but I felt like I learned how to be a man in the sense that I learned how to deal with adversity. Um I had there was a whole like I won't get into it because there's a whole bunch of personal details and stuff that doesn't involve me, but basically I had um drama there was family drama there was drama with my dad at his work not me and him but him and uh, my uncle they had drama like like pretty serious all of it was like serious shit you know what i mean it was like heavy fucking shit and like my last fight man i shouldn't have fucking i should have been a, a fucking wreck man and from my fight my second last or my third last fight i was a wreck and i didn't i couldn't handle any of my fucking shit man and I went out there and I fucking choked. I choked, man, really bad. I got choked out in like a minute. Um, it sucked. I woke up in the middle of the ring and it was just a fucking very strange experience. And I just like went home and I had to like a, a sit down with myself. And I just was like, man, like you just got to fucking deal with it. You just got to be a man and get over it. And then my next couple fights, I just executed. I just did whatever I fucking had to do to to get my shit done and that meant saying no to friends and it meant saying no to going and getting donuts because i had to be in shape couldn't yeah. be having sugar and shit it meant stop smoking weed it meant stop drinking and all those things i was happy to do because i had this goal of fighting yeah um of winning sorry of winning not fighting i wanted to win i don't like losing that sucks um but yeah man i just learned how to deal with it sorry i got on a really big tangent no dude that's good stuff and I feel like the same. I feel like the same thing, though. Like I mean, like I, I've I've done all this shit, right, man? And it's like you know, this is the first thing. Like I've helped a lot of people do their shit, right? Like I've been really good at that. Like I'm I'm very skilled in a lot of things when it comes to entrepreneurship and sales and like even like focus, helping people get focused. And like that, you know, that book that you told me to read that I've been reading. Like he he talked about it in the book. Um, what's that book again, Scott? Plug that. The ob the obstacle is the way by Ryan Hall. Yeah, the obstacle is the way, and and you know he talks about it like how you can see you can see other people's problems clear as day. It's easy to be objective 
for your friends, but you can't remove yourself from yourself. So it's really hard to be objective. And, you know, something that was always killing me was like, I didn't have this, this passion. And now I do. Like I have this this crazy passion. Yeah, you have you have direction. Yeah, I have direction. I have purpose, and um, and so getting rid of all this bullshit in my house that that has just been sitting there, and like I'm I'm even sitting in my room now. And I'm like, you know what? I need to rearrange this fucking room. Like I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it feels. It feels cluttered still. I got rid of all this shit. Why does it still feel cluttered? And it's like, you know what? I need to move where I have my TV and all this other shit. And, um, and it's like, I'm, I'm trying to lean out my life. And so I got rid of all this whole bullshit that I didn't need. I threw it away. I had all this cardboard in the basement cause I'd plan on putting cardboard down and then, uh, compost on top of the cardboard for yeah, sheet mulch or whatever. Yeah. Where I did well on top of the blacktop. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to do the hoop house. It's a lot of work and it's it's that it, quite honestly it wouldn't it wouldn't make a lot of sense to do and so and i just had this cardboard sitting in my basement man for over a year and so i yesterday i cleaned out the basement because you know i was having ant issues especially around the micros and i needed to get the micros going because it's like i have to get this stuff going for the farmer's market these restaurants want my product now like i can't fucking be a pussy about this like i have to do this for me for these restaurants like i have a really good situation right now with this restaurant and everything is really lining up on the business sales end that no matter how much stuff i have i can always move it right so it's like i have to do this like i cannot just pussyfoot around i it's time to be a man it's time to take care of myself it's time to to own this business and move this business and and execute this business and um so like you know I got all that stuff cleared out. Um, it was time to harvest lettuce. And I, you know, and usually like I, I need like fucking, I bug Joel to like fucking hold my hand all the time. It's like, man, I can't fucking do that. Like this is my fucking farm. So I went and I harvested all this lettuce. I probably cut some of it too, too much. And I, but guess what? I fucking figured it out. Like I, I got it going. I got 26 pounds. I got it to the restaurant. I took it at the worst time of the day because it was Friday evening and they were still happy to see me. They were still happy to get my lettuce. They're like, man, I've been using this chef's like, I've been using this lettuce. I'm glad you brought more. And he got this big ass smile on his face when he saw the, the free bag of pea shoots that I brought. He's like, man, I've been using these too. And that felt so fucking good, man. It felt so good. Then it felt good to go in the bar, chill out, drink a cider. And they gave me a check for 206 bucks because I, I sold them 26 pounds yeah, it's cool. And I just talked to the restaurant and I'm like, dude, like this is this is why I'm doing this. And at yep. the time too, man, I was I was harvesting that lettuce by myself. I had to run to the store and get like another tote because I didn't have enough totes and I just I had lettuce all over the racks and then I had a lettuce in a tote and I had to cut more and I'm like, man, I can't do it. So I ran to the store real quick, got more totes, got it fucking done, and it was like, you know what, dude, like I felt really good about myself and it was the same when i harvested the pea shoots it's like man like i have to be the deal for this like i can't help other people be the deal like this is this is for me and i need to make sure that i'm doing what i need to do so yeah man i got a lot of shit done i'm feeling good um i'm feeling like i'm i'm executing i'm, I'm trying to get on your level so and that's cool that's it man what about you um what i do this week yeah made some sales fuck did yeah. that yeah. Every, now, all my, when I told you my sale, like how much I sold, did that did that encourage you to go sell more? Um, no, you no. already had me beat. 
uh, no, I kind of, I kind of snuck it. I, well, I didn't really, I didn't actually, honestly, I didn't add it up until, cause I made 257 bucks, but I didn't add it up until right before we podcasted. Like my orders were just kind of what they were. Um, like the last couple, like, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago. Um, the couple of my restaurants, they took like a pound of microgreens. There was two guys and they took like a pound of microgreens each. And then, um, and then my one restaurant wanted four pounds. He wanted two of pea shoots and two of radish shoots. And then the other guy wanted two pounds of pea shoots. So I sold all my microgreens I had this week, which was really cool. All I, w- I won't even put them on my um, buying club fresh sheet this week because I, I want to save them for the restaurants, right? So easier sale. I don't want to put them in clamshells. I just put them in a big bag and take them out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, man, I just, I just kept developing, um, the relationships that I had with, uh, with this couple other guys. There's this one, one restaurant and it's, um, it's kind of a more cafeteria style restaurant. Yeah. So it's like, I think they're kind of trying to do like more of a lunch crowd thing. So yeah, you go in there and there's like different things. You can get sandwiches or like ready-made salads that kind of have heavier salads. They don't really have like a, like a, a, a leafy green salad. And so I went in there last year. I talked to the guy, and like we had a pretty good rapport right away. And we were just kind of thinking the same thing. And then, uh, yeah, man, I thought I thought we were kind of good to go already two weeks ago on on that stuff. And I was going to take him like you know four or five pounds of stuff. And uh, no, man, he wasn't ready to do it. And so I went in there last week and talked to him again. And I was like, oh, because he wants to put my salad on the line, and then he also wants to put it in the cooler. So we'll have. We're gonna put it in this cooler, and there's there's gonna be like a clamshell of my greens, and there'll be two smaller clamshells with protein in it, so like chicken, fish, or um, steak, and then there'll be little like ramekins with sauce in it. That's awesome, right? So people will be able to go in the cooler, and you grab your salad, you grab your protein, and you grab whatever dressing you want. And then you you have a ready-made salad to go for like the next day, right? So they yeah. can get their food when they're there, and then they can also grab a salad for tomorrow. Yeah, and you did a little photo shoot for with yourself for that, didn't you? Well, yeah, I did the photo shoot by myself, and then I just ended up using that picture. I, that wasn't my plan, wasn't, oh. wasn't to use it for that. It was can, just... I just can, wanted we, to, can we talk about the photo shoot? Oh, yeah, we can talk about the photo shoot. What do you want to know about it? Well, I mean, there was this picture of you just looking yoked. Yeah, doing radish that's curls. That's true. I was doing <laughs> radish curls. Yeah, so I, I I had only like I don't I don't really I don't take pictures of myself. Like I don't I don't know like I don't know. So I wanted a nice picture of myself that wasn't a selfie because in my last profile picture it's just me holding a selfie with like my f- flavorful farms jacket on and it just kind of looked dorky, right? It doesn't look like like proper, like official or um, not. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Your hair was um, all scraggly. was all yeah, shaggy. I had, yeah, I had long hair. So yeah, man, I just decided I need a new a new picture. So I was like, okay, whatever. Thursday I went out in the morning and I was like, I'll just take a picture of me in the field harvesting some radishes. And then that will be good. Like I'll have my face on there. It will look like I'm farming. Everything's green, right? So I went out there and... I didn't have anybody else here, so I got a milk crate, put it on there, put uh, sandwiched my phone between two pieces of wood and put the timer on and went and took a picture of me pulling up radishes. And it was like, it was a pretty good picture. But man, I've been, 
I've been um, doing this morning routine where I wake up, make my coffee, go do my meditation, but I do 10 body weight squats. I touch my toes 10 times and I do 10 push-ups. That's it. I don't do anything more. And I just tried to, because I was trying to get in the habit of, I was trying to get into the habit of having a habit. Yeah. Right? Of like working out every day. And so if you make it like hard, there's a chance you're not going to do it. But I can do, I can do 10 body weight squats and 10 toe touches and 10 push ups every fucking day. Right? Yeah. So that's what I do. But I've been doing it now and I've been eating really healthy. And so like when I took that picture, like my arm looked pretty jacked, like my, my forearm. And I was like, huh. sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out. And so I was like, well, fucking, okay. So I went and took the radishes and I went and washed all the radishes and then I went and did a whole bunch of pull-ups. Um, so I had a good pump on. And then I went out and I, uh, I took 120 pictures <laughs> and I finally got a good one. That's hilarious. Yeah, because it does a burst of 10, right? Yeah. Did, yeah, man, I just had, like, sometimes my, because I had to, run out there I had to press the button and then run out there and hopefully position myself in the right spot and then sometimes I was like turn the wrong way and sometimes I had the radish greens up too high and like I tried a couple different things I tried like looking out in the distance and doing different stuff right but yeah man the picture I got is uh it's really good it's it's really nice it's a nice picture it does look good man yeah, <laughs> yeah how many pull-ups did you do to again to, to look really oh, good a whole bunch um, when I'm when I'm doing when I'm doing pull-ups or push-ups, I'm working out for myself for doing bodyweight exercises. Yeah. I don't count because some days, man, it like if you're gonna work out and shit, your numbers are gonna change all the time because there's like there's so many variables in like like what did I do at work today? Did I farm afterwards? What time am I working out at? So what I do when I work out is I go until I'm tired. Yeah. And I want to quit. And then I try to stay in that for as long as I can. And I try not to quit. Yeah. That's the fucking game. So sometimes I'll do 10 push-ups. And if I'm really tired, like sometimes, some days I can do like 30, 40 push-ups before I start getting tired, right? Yeah. But some days, honestly, I do, like if I had a long day or something, I do 10 push-ups and I'm fucking tired at the end of it, man. And if I can squeak out an extra five after I, I didn't want to, like I wanted to quit at 10, that that I consider that a win, right? So when I went out there to do my pull-ups, I go on the bar and I just start crushing them out. And then as soon as I I, I feel myself slowing down, I'm just like, nope, nope. This is this is the this is the time to be strong. This is the this is what's going to get your results. Your results are not going to come from getting tired. Your results are going to come from pushing past that tiredness. So, so yeah, man. I just went in it and like, um, I can I can stay in that pretty deep for a while. So, like when I when I get off, like um, when I jump off the bar like man my my skin's all red and everything like like i'm fucking tired you know what i mean i can work myself up into a sweat like in like a minute yeah. just from doing pull-ups you know what i mean so that's kind of that's kind of what i did so yeah huge arms huge arms man i tell you what <laughs> i've been uh sticking to the ddp yoga man i'm down this is the first day of seven this is week seven man and like my mobility is getting a lot better in my hip and legs not bothering me and um you're down 10 pounds down 15 pounds yeah so i 15. just yeah i need to lose about 50 more um so I just, yeah did you set your goal yet yeah i gotta figure out a time like i i like i to me with weight loss 
It's weird. I really should probably have a time for when I want that done, but like you should man. Otherwise, you're just gonna fuck around. You're gonna be like, okay, I can have this beer now. Yeah, you need to have some fucking cutoffs so you, that you know that you need to when you need to execute on that. Yeah, you gotta make it realistic too. Like you, like I think we were talking about uh, before. You want to make a lifestyle change. You just don't want to make like shortcuts, right? Correct. You just don't want to make something that's you're, like you're not just gonna lose fifty pounds just so you can rebound thirty pounds. Yeah, that's exactly. Bullshit, right? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, man, you got to But I think you should set a goal and then backtrack and be like, okay, I need to lose five pounds a month. Yeah, right. Five pounds a month for ten months. Yeah, I think I think so, man. I could even lose a pound a week. I think yeah. a pound a week is a there's a fine goal. That's healthy still. So, because that's like four pounds a four pounds a month. Well, five pounds a month is a better goal because that's more do. that's more weight. Yeah, and you can get done in under a year. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's guys in DDP yoga that have lost like 300 pounds in 18 Yeah, man. And like, how much do you weigh pounds. now? I weigh 278. I yeah, didn't man. weigh so myself you'll get, today. So but. you'll get down to like, so you want to get to like 220. You'll get, you'll lose like the first like 30 or 40 pretty easily. Yeah. And especially too, once you start eating all your own food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you're going to have more stuff coming out now, right? Yeah. So you're going to be able to eat lots of your own food and stuff, and it's going to go off pretty good, man. And like, so let's just say you started now, and so that would put you at um, March, like PV3 time for like when you would want to be, that's your goal date kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um. So So I say 230 yeah, or two, two, it's in the 230s by March. I cool. think that's a good goal. Um, yep. and I think I can easily, like I was down to 265 last year. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, what's going to, you know, what's going to fuck with you though, mm. is that you're going to go and you're going to, you're going to be, so you're going to be fucking, you're fired up. Everything's going pretty well. Farm's going well and you're going to track really good and you're going to start losing weight and it's going to go dun, 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 and it's going to start keeping going down, 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 down. And then you're going to have lots of success. And then you're going to want to celebrate that success. And you're probably going to want to celebrate that success by like going out with your friends and drinking and going out for dinner and shit. And then yeah. it's going to be November and then it's going to be Thanksgiving and then it's going to be holiday season. And then that's going to be the time that's going to fuck with you because you've already gone through like six months where you've been really good and you're probably yeah. going to feel like that you need a reward from that, right? And then you're going to have all this fucking pressure. Like you're going to have tons of pressure around at the end of the year from just from shit, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. All of it, and that's the part. That's your. That's your tough spot. That's the part that you got to make it through to fucking be successful and to make that. To make that goal. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I think well, and I'm doing this yoga program, and and it's like getting it's getting a lot more intense, man. Like yesterday's workout is pretty much the same as today, and it's it's pretty intense, man. But I I feel a lot stronger. Like I feel, I feel leaner. Like I actually feel like my muscle. Like I can see my muscles coming back. So I've, I've kind of plateaued on weight because I feel like I've gained muscle because it's like an isometric yoga, like it's mixed mm -hmm. isometric strength training with yoga. So, but um, anyways, enough of that. Let's talk about what we're going to be doing for the week. Goals for the week. Um, crush it. Crush it. Yeah. So okay. do you want me to start? Yeah. I got to finish the walk-in cooler. So uh, Joel's dad is working on a lot of that stuff for me because he likes doing that stuff and um i'm trading him for his labor so um so and uh so we went shopping we got all that stuff today so i gotta figure out the insulation um so once i get the insulation purchased uh I, everything else is good uh 
Eric, my the guy that owns my house, he's going to come and help me with an outlet tomorrow because um, I'm off tomorrow. I was supposed to be off till Wednesday, man, but I used all my vacation time, which sucks. Oh, no. But it's good because now I'm locked in. Like I, I'm locked into the farm. Like I can't. I really thought like I can't do. I'm not doing anything this summer. Like I am focusing on farming, making money, and hitting that goal. Like because we have that. We each have that goal, and I want to make that fucking money, man. Like I want. Yeah, this, man. I, I want do this too. to pay for itself. Like I want to be. You know what I was thinking about? You know what you, you know what should fuck with your head? Um, you know how you kind of were snoozing on planting those microgreens for a couple weeks? Yeah. But you have an outlet for them, right? Like you made like 30 bucks or whatever from selling them? No. Because he's going to take two pounds a week though? Yeah. Right? After you get them going? Yeah. What if you wanted to make like 20,000 bucks and what if you were at like 19,900? Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Well, like, well, like how choked... Like, that would that would be such a shitty fucking thing because like making nineteen thousand nine hundred dollars in like your first full year farming would be fucking unreal, man. Yeah, it would like that would be such a good goal, but you would just feel like shit because you knew that there was something you could do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, that's I what I that's what I try to do, and like I'm that's why that's what really drives me to work hard is I just want to know that at the end, like if I get whatever at the end of the at the end of the year, if I only made like ten thousand dollars or whatever. If that was it, I would I would probably not be very happy. But if I had thought that I had put in the big volume of work and I showed up every fucking day and I did what I thought were the right things, I wouldn't feel as bad as I would as if I made $18,000 but I worked every other day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would make me feel like a fucking piece of shit if I'm just like, wow, like you got to put in the work, man. Just I think that's it. You just got to keep fucking putting in the work that's it agreed man we we talked about that a couple weeks back and uh and i feel like I've, I've i've been doing it man like i this whole week i've been getting my house done i've been getting we moved the the hoop house today so i mean everything's really good i'm gonna justin uh joel's twin brother is gonna come out and him and i are gonna do a bunch of shit tomorrow um so it's uh you know dude like i'm i'm pretty happy like i don't i tr- i don't really I don't beat myself up, but I know that I can still improve. And it's to me, it's still, it's just staying focused and continuing to execute because it feels better when you execute, man. Like it just it does. feels so it does. much better. Yeah, man. Just get over whatever it is and yeah. just finish it. Yeah, man. I feel, I feel, uh, I feel pretty good. I, I, from fighting, when I was fighting, I, I figured out how to execute and that I could execute on a high level. Yeah. Um, I just kind of figured it out. Um, and I, I thought I could do it on this. But when I first started, man, last year when um, the cabinet shop was done, so I did, um, I did like my PDC yeah. last, last spring. No, two springs ago, I guess. Two springs ago. And then after I did my PDC, I kept bugging my dad about like when we were going to finish at the shop and he wouldn't give me a time, man. Like honestly, I probably bugged him for like a year. I was like, when yeah. are we going to finish? And he would never give me a fucking time. And one I got second, weird. man. One second. Executing on something. Executing, yeah. Executing. On? On <laughs> the farm. And, oh, oh, MMA. My dad, when, and no, executing okay. your, your yeah, submissions no. and stuff. No. So my dad was, I kept bugging my dad, like, when are we going to uh, quit the shop and stuff? And he would never give me a straight answer. 
And I got really depressed, man. I got really depressed because I wanted to start my farm and stuff. I didn't know how I was going to do it. And like I had I had no end goal for when I was going to be able to quit this job because I wasn't just going to abandon my dad at this job. Right. So I was stuck there, man. I was stuck and it was a complete fucking dead end. And man, I just like I was just just doing nothing. I went to Mexico and like just went on vacation and drank and partied every weekend and just shit like that. Right. Like just doing just wasting away. And so when the shop actually did end, I was not in a good position. I was in a fucking terrible position. I was in a bad position financially. I was in a bad position mentally. Um, like physically, I was I was fat, overweight, drinking a lot, smoking a lot of weed. Like it like you know what I mean? And yeah. so I knew I could be that executor again, like I like I did in fighting, but I knew it was gonna take me like a, a little while to get there. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I'm getting there now. Now I feel like I've I've gotten rid of most of my distractions and now I need to focus on on being better at the tasks that I'm doing right now, which is why I started to do the meditation thing because I want to be more focused on like on like if like if I'm doing this podcast, I just want to fucking do this podcast. Yeah, same here, man. And I think uh, I one thing I think I'm gonna do before every podcast is you know, make coffee because I feel like this podcast went way better than the last 45 minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny it was oh. way more organized we got it we like we literally got to the end and then i looked and, and i'm like, like oh there's no feedback thing I, and I was yeah like, i was oh, okay i was really scorched from the sun man and uh and it's like i need to stop forcing things i can't force things like it's like getting things done but making sure you're getting them done correctly like it's good to get things done but like do it correctly you know what i mean like don't yeah, don't fucking force it. Yeah, man, you got to be within your limits. Yeah, because you still got to show up tomorrow. Yeah, that's the big thing. Like you have to, you have to pace yourself for for whatever you're doing. Like, yeah, man, you can't just you can't just fucking waste all your energy. Boom, explode. Like when I was fighting, that's a that's a really big thing that happens sometimes. Sometimes you'll you'll catch a guy with something. Yeah, like a really big shot or something, and man, that guy's fucking hurt and you just like if you're the aggressor and you've got this guy hurt that's your time to press and you fucking press and you unload your whole gas tank on trying to finish this guy but sometimes that motherfucker on the bottom is tough brock lesnar doesn't get man i gassed out in a fight before and i was fighting at altitude so that could have been a i'm gonna make a whole bunch of excuses but um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man, I definitely punched myself out. Like I, like I fucking hit this guy with a huge knee and uh, dropped him against the cage, and I got on top and I was like punching him and stuff. And yeah, man, I just totally, completely gassed myself out. Like I legitimately thought that I was gonna finish this guy. And then my next couple fights, I paced myself a lot better, and I, I just did everything. I executed a lot better on it. But yeah, it's yeah, man. Yep. Awesome. So your goal is to make more money, make more sales. <laughs> Yeah, I got to get some stuff planted this week um, because of that little that cafeteria thing where I'm going to put the, st- the salads in the cooler. I got to I'm I'm personally building this guy um, a th- like an insert to go in the cooler that's going to hold everything. So as soon as I get that built, he's going to put the salads into the cooler. And so I need to get on that because that that is 100 percent directly is translates to sales. Yeah. But man, it's, it's pretty cool. When I was talking to I talked like he called me yesterday and stuff. And it's a long weekend up here, too. Right. Yeah. And uh, he was just telling me that like he's open all weekend and like I'm in the next town over. And so he's just like, yeah, man, you could bring me like um, two pounds of solid mix, like maybe on like Tuesday or something. Like I'm probably going to run out today. And I'm like, I'll bring you some today. 
And he's like, no, man, like, I don't want you to make a whole nother trip out here. And I'm like, I'm like, buddy, I'm like, listen, um, I know that I'm going to have to put in the time to service like my customers right now. This is part of my plan. You like, I'm coming out there. I'm bringing you, I'm bringing you two pounds. I'll tell you what, I'll bring you, I'll charge you for two and I'll bring you three pounds and we'll, we'll give a pound away to people. You give away a pound to like your high value customers do that. And so he really liked that and he really appreciated it. Right. It was just like a really good, really good way to like start, uh, start a business relationship. Just making that value, making that value. Absolutely, man. Well, I just want to say thank you for being cool and recording another podcast and, uh, for your patience with me and your friendship, man, I just want to really reiterate that, um, this podcast and I think our, our friendship and relationship has really pushed me and, and I, and I can't give you enough gratitude, man. So I really, oh, no, man, I, I really appreciate all the work that you put into this too. I was thinking about that because like, I don't know if it's, I don't know <laughs> now I'm kind of confused on what I said on which podcast, but yeah, uh, like I don't have to do anything on the back end. Oh, you said that you, you said know, that at the beginning of the show. Oh yeah. So yeah, like, you know what I mean though, yeah. man, I like, I really appreciate that and stuff. Um, yeah, man, it's like, I think this is really good for both of us and, um, so it's pushing, it's pushing me to, it's pushing me to be good though too, because this is giving me, a, this is giving me an outlet to, well, um, I mean, look, man, stuff. when you're, when you're doing your workshops and teaching people how to do stuff, you gotta, it's weird. Like I was looking at Darby and he was just going on for four hours at PV3 and, uh, just fluid, like just more and more information, just, just boom, boom, boom. He's like, man, I actually need more time. Just boom, boom, boom. And it's like, you know, I, you know, we need to work. We need to get to that point. You know, you need to. We need to be able to, 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 to present what we do in ourselves. We should be able to do that. And Curtis as well, dude. Curtis is a machine. He did two, two different four-hour workshops, and then a, a separate, you know, all-day workshop for, yeah. for the course. So I, you know, I, I think it just gives gives you practice. I kind of, um, you know what I kind of think, man. I was mm. thinking about this the past couple of days. So, I kind of think that. Like the way that Diego's um, podcast is, Permaculture Voices is setting up. Yeah. Like there's going to be, because now he's setting it up where like Justin Rose is on there and Suskovich and Darby Simpson, right? Um, and they're all doing like different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of opportunity for, uh, for shit like that. And I just feel like that if, that if me and you can come in here and execute on what we're doing, yeah. like, like it's good for like the people in the course and stuff. And it's good for our friends to listen to this, but like, I really want to help someone else get started. And yeah. like, I hope that, I hope that even if it's not like a market garden or, um, an urban farm or whatever, yeah. I hope that like somebody like listens to this and then they're just like, Oh, like, like we're fucking just regular bums. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're just, we're just, we're just regular dudes though. Yeah. Um, like we just like going out and drinking and just, you know, watching TV and shit like that. Like we're still working regular jobs too. And I just want, like, I remember when we were sitting out by the fire, Rob said, um, he's like, man, he's like, we really, we, we should do something for Diego for like putting, putting PV3 on and stuff. Yeah. And I said, I said, yeah, man, we should. But I think the biggest fucking thank you is going out there and executing and like making actual change. Like, like that's what we have to do, yeah. right? And yeah, I just think that if that's yeah, if we can, on, man, I mean, yeah. I, that was his whole message at the end. Like when Diego did his rah rah speech, which is you know like go through the the path of the most open doors. Like just get shit done. Like do like he Diego 
probably loses money every permaculture voices and he puts in so much work to to have like the best the best speakers there to help people to actually fucking do it man yeah man and that's his his, uh his patreon just got to 500 bucks a month that's awesome dude that is pretty awesome i just got an email like between our sessions here oh yeah yeah i'm uh i think we're both patreon members for sure yeah i gave money to curtis too for his youtube videos because his youtube videos are fucking great like yeah man they are great vlog series and everything like that so oh you know what we didn't talk about on this one oh we didn't talk about jm's oh we have to talk let's close strong with the market gardener toolkit because if you guys like our podcast and what we talk about, like you really should should pay the twenty dollars and get this documentary. It's so good. Was it twenty dollars? I don't know how much it is, but it should be fifty dollars. It's so good, man. Yeah, that's so funny. When I bought Chris Thoreau's videos, yeah, um, his microgreens workshop. That's what I thought too. I was like, I was like, man, this is way more than fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, <agree. laughs> I was like, I told that to Curtis too. I was just like, man, I was like. Chris needs to charge more. Yeah, <laughs> After I, think so. I bought it, it's so funny. Yeah, man. No, that Market Gardener Toolkit video is the fucking bomb. It's yeah. so good. The production value on it is high. Um, I watched it with my friend Tanya last night, and she's not into farming. Like she doesn't know. She, you know, she likes the farm and stuff, but she doesn't know anything about this shit. And uh, yeah, she was like mind blown. <laughs> it was so cool. It, I think it's got a lot of application. I think it's uh, probably even a good one to show people that like that like aren't like super hardcore into it you know what i mean well the biggest thing that stood out to you was the way he seeds for his transplants yeah, yeah man no uh, well there's a lot of things that stood out to me but that was just like the first thing it was like 10 minutes in because like so every day how much is how much is a day of your time worth well, 100 bucks it's worth more than that it's worth more than that so let's just say though that it's worth 100 bucks so if you're going to pay someone for consulting or you're going to pay for a book or you're going to do something like that you should think about getting that 5 like that 100 dollars back right so that's what i thought about when i went up and seen curtis and i was going to pay him 500 bucks for a consultation yeah that's 5 days of work that he needed to save me from me going up there and seeing him yeah which doesn't sound that fucking bad no right yeah so so um that's kind of how i justify things and then if like Curtis's content is good after that, then you know, then I'll do buy the course and do this stuff. So like Jam's video comes out and it was whatever, 20, 30 bucks. I paid for it a couple months ago, right? On the crowdfunding thing. And yeah, man, like 10 minutes in, he's he's sitting there in the in his greenhouse and he's he's got his soil. So when I when I go to seed a tray of transplants, I go and I I put my wet soil in there and then I take my fingers and I smash down all the dirt and poke holes in there so that my seed is not just sitting on top. Yeah. But the problem is, is that fucking compacts it. And that's not good for the seedling, right? Absolutely. So I knew that was a kind of an issue. I didn't have any other way. I just thought that's, you know, this, this is how you fucking do it. So JM, on his video, he goes on there. He wets his soil, takes a scoop, puts it in there. And then he just lifts it up like six inches and drops it on the table. And then some flies out the edges. And it settles in there a little bit, right? Yeah. And it's down from the top. And then he just goes and drops his seeds in there. And then he takes dry soil and puts it on top. And then he waters that. Yeah. And it's just like such a fucking superior way. And I was 10, like literally, I stopped it and looked at the fucking time clock. I'm like 10 or 11 minutes into this video. And I'm like, 
buddy. You just like you just made my transplanting way fucking better. Uh, like just right away. And then yeah, man, there's so many other things in that video. It's just too. good to see the visuals of the book. Like you can write about something and explain yeah. it, but to actually see it being done is like a yeah, man. Even like seeing yeah, seeing the slope on his land and seeing how the water drains off of it. Like you can't really see that in a picture, right? No, um, it's really cool, man. So, some of the things like some of the things that I've done on my farm, because um, I read James' book. I like the first book that I read like a couple years ago was um, the New Organic Grower by Elliot Coleman. Yeah. And then I found out about JM's book, and so I read that. <clears throat> and then, um, then I found out about Curtis, and then I went back and I probably read JM's book like three or four times, right? Because it's yeah. not that. Um, but yeah, like I can't believe I'm, I'm like watching this video and stuff, and I'm just like, oh man, I did that. Like I did that. Oh, I did that. Oh, I did that. Oh, I have that. Oh, I have that. Oh, I did that. And like, I I really feel like I've internalized a lot of it, and I like I kind of. Some of the things I thought that, like maybe I had arrived at on my own, but after watching this video and stuff, I, it just reminds me of of how much, um, how much these guys, how much content these guys have put out. That it's like it's given me such a good primer um, to like think about things. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really neat, man. And like just watching it again, I'm just realizing that again that like. I didn't fucking think of like anything that I did, like even like the way that my beds are yeah. sloped and everything. Like, man, it's all these guys, and it's just like well, I'm you know so what, you know what I'm Curtis so grateful. Said? You know what Curtis said when we were there, and the only reason I interrupted you, um, Curtis said, "Nothing I've done has been my original idea. I've just taken other people's ideas and I put my own spin on it." <laughs> yeah, totally. It's so funny, man. I just told my my buddy Byron just came here, and it was so funny, man. People are like. Like I showed everybody, oh yeah, I think we talked about that. I showed everybody at work the greens harvester and they're just like, yeah. wow, you're so smart. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, no, I bought a machine. Like I didn't invent this thing. And they're like, yeah. wow, look at that thing. Look at it move. It was so funny. I was, uh, I was sh uh, last night when we were watching, me and Tanya were watching the video, I kept pausing it and I was like, would go and grab like a book and I would be like, yeah, look at this. And I, or he would like showing how his whole, um, his farm is like centralized into a central location. And I have a map on my wall that I drew of like an overhead of my house and everything's centralized. You know what I mean? It's got all my beds on there and everything. That's and awesome. I was showing her how like everything is centralized on my farm too, right? Yeah. For like efficiency. And, um, yeah, and then we got to the greens harvester, and she's like, "Whoa, what is that?" And then, she, so then I had to pause it. We went on YouTube and watched the greens harvester uh, YouTube uh, video, uh. and she's like, "Well, who made that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's this Jonathan guy." So we <laughs> we like watched another video, and then I was just like, "Do you have any more questions about the green harvester?" And she's like, "No, I'm good." Uh, uh. <laughs> so it's already inspired somebody to want to farm too. She said, "I'm going to create my own farm and compete with you." Yeah, and I said, "Bring it on, bitch!" Yeah, <laughs> you fucking bitch. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Well, oh, that's funny. With that so, being, oh, keep going. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We're. I think with we're that, at, we're being almost said, at an hour. Yeah, we're almost at an hour. This is yeah long for the for second us. fucking session. Yeah. So this is like this is lots of podcasting. So guys, go to newfarmsupply.com if you want to get any trees or whatever Grant Schultz has. Lunatic farmer like Scott and I, but you want to get your perennial game up. I like that perennial game over at newfarmsupply.com. Boom. <laughs> Use code word SAMPLE, discount code SAMPLE, save 20%. If you click in the link in the show notes, you're going to see 
save $100 on the Profitable Urban Farming course. So Scott and I are in this course. This is why we do this podcast. This is why we are friends. Click on that link, save $100. Um, or you can sign up for the payment plan and join the course. Go to flavorfulfarms.com. That is spelled O-U-R for flavor. And also follow us on Instagram and all forms of social media. Scott is at... And Drew is going to make his own fucking farm I Instagram am, page. And I he's going to do it bef- like today. I'm going to do so it So that today. when this airs, that when, you can go to it. And yeah, what's the handle going to be on it? It's going to be at Capital City Gardens. Okay, so everybody go and follow that, and like, boom, you got to be accountable to that. And if it's not there, I'm gonna no, put it in the show no, notes. No, what no. I'm saying is, if if I oh, can't get oh, Capital City to go, I was like, no, man. no, Drew, no, you are doing, you fucking, you do that, yeah. So, um, with that being, so, oh, lastly, Darby Simpson, he still, I believe, has spaces available. Go to sign up for that workshop. There's 30 spaces. I cannot go. I have to stay here. I have to work on my farm. I got my farmer's market. I am not, I cannot afford to leave. However, you guys should go. It looks like an awesome time. It's worth meeting all those dudes. I'm, I wish I could be there, but my level of commitment has to be for Capital City Gardens right now. Scott wishes he could be there. His level of commitment is for Flavorful Farms right now. But And I don't have any money. Yeah, and I don't have any money to spend on that. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, like I have money, but my money is for the rest of the infrastructure that I need for the farm. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is all. We appreciate you listening. Please continue to leave us feedback. Actually, before we even got off, somebody just listened to last week's episode and showed me a picture of his yellow pea shoots and said, this is how you do it. Feel free to email me at seasonsfamilyfarm at gmail.com later. Clyde. Really? Yeah. Man, um, I think Clyde uh, emailed me too last week. Yeah. So, Clyde, yep. thank you. I yeah, appreciate man. Oh, that. thanks to uh, I, Brad Stanton. I know he's listening to it. Um, I know my buddy Travis listens to it. It's kind of cool. People getting showed, right? Lisa Adams. Um, yeah, it's it's really neat, like having just having people saying stuff. Steve Curtin. Steve Curtin, um, yeah, obviously Tom. It's it's hard listening, everybody, but yeah, yeah we, we we really we really do appreciate it, and it's really neat to have it's really neat to have feedback. Absolutely, people saying nice things, and it's it's cool that people listening, and re- we yeah. like it's kind of funny, man, because this is this podcast is for us, yeah, and like at one at like honestly, I don't, and I mean this, I don't give a fuck if anybody listens, but yeah. at the same time, I'm really fucking appreciative for every single person that listens. Like, you know what I mean? When someone, like, tells me to listen, I'm like, really? Like, I almost, like, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, man. It's neat. It's cool. It's super cool. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show.